Hello and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com and thank you for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at our Twitter feed, which is at Enthusiacs, and our YouTube channel, Enthusiacs, is where all our video content resides. Uh, as usual, uh, I'm your host, Jeff, or Baron Fang, and this week I'm joined by Brian. Welcome back, Brian. Thank you. Bye, Jennifer. Hi, Thanks. Jen. And... Once again, returning is Vernon. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Been a while. I feel like it's been a while anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I shouldn't have left you. (laughs) I think, was it violence the last, anyway, it's been, it's been a while since we've had you on. Well, anyway, uh, like we do at the top of all point streaks, uh, let's cover what everyone's been, uh, been playing. How about you, Brian? What have you been up to? Um, uh, a little bit of a Sunset Overdrive. I put that down for uh, for a little while, mainly because I picked up Dragon Age Inquisition, ah. and that's uh, that. Th- there's a lot to that game, so yeah. it's yeah. Um, let's see. I just finished Wolfenstein: The New Order. That oh, that cool. that one had been shelved for a long time, and uh, actually, I, I've also played um, uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, which I just sent nice. that back to GameFly. It's just boring. <laughs> Is it actually work? That was the other thing I was wondering. Uh, you know, I've heard it's it's had a lot of problems on the consoles, but uh, on running on my PS4, it actually worked pretty well. Does it? Did they change like the 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 controls and stuff like that? Because I was talking to yes, somebody on Twitter. Yes, they did. And, okay. Yeah, and it's it, and there's no tutorial on like what I'm mainly That's... like you know what what the changes are. Uh, what? Like, like you get like all the running, you know, press this to do all the parkour movements and stuff. Yeah. But there's, there's really like it doesn't tell you like where everything changed. Huh. So, right. like you know, you used to have the uh, the controls to um to change your weapons and whatnot. Now all you can do is change your long range and your grenades. Um, oh. Whereas you have to you have to go into a whole different menu and equip a different um a, a, equip a different um melee weapon. Oh, but 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 you don't get like you don't even get like a quick select of them you know like you know pick this spear or pick this or pick a sword or pick a knife it's just, right right you, you pick the melee weapon you want to use and your hidden blade is now contextual oh great Jesus why would they this many games in decide to completely revamp the controls <laughs> I have uh, no idea well uh, what have you been up to Jen I hope hopefully you've been having <laughs> better experiences than Brian. Oh, I have. I've been playing uh, Alien Isolation, mm, and nice. it's not. Yeah, it's not easy. There's <laughs> definitely sometimes I want to throw the controller, but it's very nerve wracking, which is what I love and was hoping for. Well, very well done. That's what they're aiming for, which is good. Mm. Yeah, it's. Oh my god, I don't think I've ever been this stressed out playing a game, but it's, it's fitting, so I appreciate it. Really that. selling so, yeah, it for me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I need a cigarette afterwards. <laughs> and um, how about you, Vernon? Oh my goodness. I've been buying up games like crazy the last month. Um, playing but, any? <laughs> uh, well, I've been... I actually just started... What's it, what's it called? Um, Diablo. Diablo 3 for my PS3. Um, uh-huh. It's okay so far. I've never played a Diablo title, um, so I'll have to I'll have to get back into it. But I've also been uh, I've also been dabbling with uh, Vanquish. 
Um, I played it before, but it's a it's it's a really good sci fi oh, sci fi shooter. It's awesome, actually. So I, I wish that I hope that they do a sequel. I hope that they decide that you know it's it's good enough to to merit a sequel because it you know it, it was it was really good when it came out. What generation system is that? Uh, PS3, Xbox 360, and I think those are the only two it came out for. And it was it it, it did well. Like it it made enough money for a sequel, but I guess it didn't reach the critical acclaim that some of these other franchises have, which is kind of sad. Cause like, you know, I, I found it totally by accident. I'd never heard of it. And uh, I, it was for I free. Either. <laughs> it, it was free on PlayStation <laughs> plus, And I was like, okay, that looks kind of cool. I'll pick it up and start playing it. Like, yeah. This is so awesome. How did I, how have I never heard of this? Right. So yeah, it's, if you, if you have some time, it's, I don't think it's on PC, but if you, if you can, it's easy to it's easy enough to find so if you want to try it out I, I would recommend it. Keep an eye out but for it's it. only it's only on P, PS3 and uh and Xbox 360, 360 and it is on GameFly. Yeah. Cool. Uh for myself um I've been having some com- uh, computer slash tech problems <laughs> so I've been uh, back playing Left 4 Dead. I was playing a bit of Gears of War 2 <laughs> but uh, that's been interrupted and I'm uh a little bit of Left 4 Dead um, and a little bit of um, a little bit of FTL again. Uh, just checking out some of the new content. Haven't really got to sink my teeth into that yet. Mm. Um, well, let's get into the uh, the topic that's brought us here today. And um, we recently recorded an episode on free to play uh, games, and the subject of micro microtransactions came up quite a bit during that podcast, as you'd expect. As it also did uh, some time ago when we did DLC, which was well, that had to be about five months ago now. Uh, Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the, we've been skirting around the topic of microtransactions, but um, it's it felt like uh, it was it, it deserved its own uh, <laughs> its own episode, to be honest. Um, well, I, I might uh, I might get a just a personal history with it, with everybody. Um, let's let's just go around the table and uh, and see. You know, how, how much exposure we've personally had to microtransactions? Have you uh, have you dabbled much, Brian? Have you <laughs> have you purchased oh, yeah. uh, any of significance, or just here and there? Um, mostly just here and there. The very first thing I ever played that had microtransactions, or at least where I was willing to pay for it, was Mass Effect Three. Yeah. Um, mm. and uh, other than that, I mean, you know, I've heard a few people like like really talk about you know the difference between microtransactions and a free-to-play game and microtransactions and a $60 game. Yeah. <laughs> Put my foot down. I'm never paying for it in a $60 game again. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, lately I've been playing stuff like um, Marvel Puzzle Quest and uh, Angry Birds Epic, and, um, and like, those are free and fun. Mm. And so, so, so I don't feel bad about uh, paying for the microtransactions there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, here and there. Uh, and I see you've... you've uh personalized your avatar on xbox 360 so i suppose you technically spent a bit of a, a few few dollars here or there on a bit of that um yeah well come on man yeah football jersey oh yeah oh that yeah yeah that avatar yes i did i did pay a little bit for that <laughs> how about you're in a safe place here you're in a safe place here no judgment we, we've all done it we've all done it i've got a uh, special one on mine um, how about you, Jen? Is uh, is it is is it something that you've uh, apart from av- avatars, obviously, have you, uh, yeah, have you spent much money minus- here or there on microtransactions yourself in games? Or not really. I've always really avoided the games that required it. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever played a free to play game. Mm. 
um, really my, the most ex- exposure I've ever had to it was <laughs> Farmville. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> I, although I never paid that. It just yeah. pissed me off that it would even pop up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I played games on my uh, iPad, like uh, Simpsons tapped out, but I just refused to do it. Yeah. So aside yeah. from little things here and there, obviously DLC, I've gotten a lot of yeah. little avatar stuff on Xbox. Um Stuff like that I've done, but for the most part, I've really steered clear of that. Vernon, uh, what's what's on your uh, list of shame there, if if anything? Oh <laughs> uh, Jen's a lot stronger willed than I am. <laughs> Damn it! Um, <laughs> my Xbox Live uh, avatar, when I had an Xbox Live, is um, switched from you know Mass Effect Three suit, uh, Halo suit, and then I think I left it on Assassin's Creed before I got rid of it. Um, there's, you know, the the Farmville, the the cooking kitchen thing on Facebook. Where, <laughs> you, know, you, you run a kitchen, and it started to ask me for money, and then I stopped playing. But the one that I uh, that I fell into was that um, what was, the, was a Mafia one oh. on Facebook. I thought, I thought you were going to yes. say Iron Man. <laughs> oh, for the tablet, yes, that too. Um, like I started, I started playing this game a couple earlier this year. Actually, it's uh, it's Iron Man three. It's like the official game for the movie, and but it's just like it, it's a it's a rail game. It's one of those on rail games where like you you're you're flying, but you're not really flying, and like you know you shoot and stuff like that. But you the whole point is that if you you're supposed to get all of the suits. You're supposed to unlock all the suits, and you earn energy and stuff like that, so you can buy more energy to put into making the suits and unlocking them and stuff like that. And that's, yeah, it was like $150 to unlock them all. So I was just like, no. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, um, I, I actually played that one. I played like a, a couple levels for it. And I was like, you know, this is just boring. Right. I, I don't want to play this. The only point is to unlock those suits and then <laughs> don't even make that much of a difference except to up yeah. your like point average when you end the level. So yeah, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm a little more restrained myself, apart from a few avatar baubles here and there. Uh, my my main uh, experience with uh, microtransactions would be uh, would be Warframe, which is a free to play game, and I've oh. I've purchased some in game stuff like a uh, a little Sentinel uh, 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 partner, whatever you call it, type thing, a couple gun upgrades and things like that. Um, Probably not adding up to more than about thirty dollars over the two years that I played it, so I, I think that's pretty restrained. I, I mean, I, if, if I see the uh, the pimped out players around me, I, I know that I'm <laughs> in the minority <laughs> when I'm playing that game. I seem to be the only one that isn't sporting something in neon or dayglow. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I'd say I'm reasonably restrained myself. I um, <clears throat> DLC. Like for instance, not not too long ago, as Jen is aware, I I bought a couple of uh, the uh, relatively cheap DLC packs for Borderlands and a, you know mm-hmm. a few bits yeah. and pieces for Left 4 Dead. But uh, for for me, uh, generally speaking, I, I find it's got to be a bit more significant before I uh, before I I, I dive in and uh, not to get too off track, but I I tend to find the cheaper the items, the more suspicious it makes me. I don't know why I have that reaction. <laughs> Like if something's nine ninety nine, I'm usually like, yeah, that's probably some value there. <laughs> but if it's like one ninety nine, I'm like, hmm, what are they trying to, <laughs> what are they trying to pull here? It always pays to read the fine print because yeah. the uh, like, you, if it's really really cheap, it's usually just it, it's a skin that adds nothing but a cosmetic change. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, well, if it's over five dollars, it's it's legit. But if it's ninety nine cents, <laughs> what are they up to? <laughs> well. 
on on that subject, I I um I follow Total Biscuit on Twitter, uh, mm. as I believe a few of you might, and he had a, a I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but he had a great line, and I cannot remember for the life of me what game it was, but honestly, these days it could have been anything. Mm-hmm. He basically said something to the effect of. If a micro transaction exceeds five dollars, it has ceased to be micro and is now simply a transaction. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty down with that. Like I've read a couple definitions of. I, I'm old enough to remember when they used to call this stuff micropayments. And if you go back far enough into the history of the internet, there were some websites back in the day that dabbled, and micro micro was very much the case back in the day. You know, people were th- were thinking of stuff that was a few cents here and there. It never took off because it's just not enough to <laughs> to, to to keep anything buoyant. But since then, uh, you know, you've got companies like um, I remember when uh, Visa PayWave. I don't know what they call it in North America, but in Australia, this was the thing where you tap and go with your with your credit card. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And basically, their original definition of a microtransaction was something like under 20 bucks. Now, for games, I consider 20 bucks to be... <laughs> I mean, if I, I was, a whole game out of that. Yeah, I mean, I seriously, I, I played less for whole games, uh, and yet <clears throat> there are other companies that kind of use that magic sort of five dollar mark. Um, what, what is what does microtransaction mean to you, Brian? Like when you've you've obviously purchased a few things that would fall into that category. Where does where's the line for you if there is one? Is, is it or is there? Are you a bit are you a bit flexible depending on what kind of content it actually is? Well, to me, a microtransaction <laughs> doesn't really have a dollar amount limit. Because like in playing like Angry Birds Epic there or any of the other free to play games I, I that I, I actually have fun with, um, they have you know like resources or currency or whatever for like you know packs for like a hundred bucks, and I still consider that a microtransaction because it's a it's something that happens in the game and you can do it multiple times, um, and I I I understand like how you know some people wouldn't call that a microtransaction but to me you know there's there's the transaction, which is I just bought the game. Yeah. It better not include micro transactions, which is pay us more money to keep <laughs> to play this, to keep playing this thing or whatever. Yeah. Or to to have it like slow down or something, and the only way to progress is to pay more money. Yeah. 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 Speed up the game. Yeah. Transaction, and, and, and let's not forget John Riccatello talking about charging for every time you reload in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> or Battlefield. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not hard to imagine how bad it could get if if the if the if uh, the imagination of the suits uh, <laughs> and marketers really took hold. Oh, they've tried. Uh, I yeah, mean, yeah. You look at I, you know Simpsons tapped out. Um, Family uh, Guy quest for stuff and the, the particularly uh, egregious one that we talked about on free to play was Dungeon Quest. <laughs> Dun- uh, Dungeon Keeper, yeah. Uh, Dungeon Keeper rather because they took a game that you know people loved. And basically, in order to make it ready for microtransactions, they turned, they cranked the speed down to one, <laughs> and mm. and made it so that in order for it to be actually playable and fun, and you know, so that you could build something in less than a day, you had to pay money to get it to speed up to you know what would have been real time for the game when it actually came out. And you know, if they had just if they had slowed it down a little bit, that would have been understandable. But they slowed it down to where it was just. Yeah, unnecessary. And the game was unrecognizable as you know, as yeah. someone who played it back in the day. Uh, what about you, Jen? Is uh, is there a um, <laughs> is there a line between what you consider to be a fair sort of tra- transaction, when it, or or for you, is it just you know, it's D, it's DLC, it's significant content, or nothing? Um, where's the line pretty, for you? 
pretty much, yeah. It needs to be DLC or some kind of significant content for it to feel like it's worth my money. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I played Tapped Out and all that, but I couldn't imagine paying to let Homer do something now versus an hour from now. I, I, I just, I can't do it. I'd rather just put a game in my Xbox and play it. Mm. Um, I'm all for DLC. If it's a game that I really love, I'll admit I'm a sucker. Mm. If anything pops up, that adds some missions, adds some content. And listen, Weapons. I'm a girl. When I saw that you could get different outfits in Tomb Raider, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but for the most part, it has to be legit content, yeah. not just speeding up the game or letting me, you know, do something a little bit sooner. You've you've played the field a little bit more than the rest of us, Vernon. Uh, is, are, you, are you a bit more open or, or is it just when it, uh, it, you know, is there some point at which it becomes exploitative for you that, that it just like like that Iron Man example that uh, like the Iron games? Man example? It's what the game is. The game has no end. So the only thing that you're really working for is to unlock the suits and to get the resources to unlock those suits and to pay for the space that like you like there's 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 spaces that you need to unlock in order to actually hold the suits in your library. So <laughs> you have to work up wow. to that too. So yeah, it's like okay, you know, once I get all the suits, the game is over. So I I don't want to pay for that, but I'm, I can go either way on cosmetics. Um, I don't. I really don't have like a dollar range in terms of what constitutes a microtransaction. It's just it. It's pretty much all the same in terms of if if it seems interesting, if I want it, like a, like a like a weapon that's a little bit more powerful, or or you know extra missions, like like Jen said, I, you know. There's stuff like that. I mean, if if it was like the the cooking game on Facebook where you could pay to have the food ready now as opposed to in three hours, that's you know that that's kind of like no no <laughs> no I'm good I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm generally what you mentioned cosmetic, which was a point that I wanted to get to. I'm all for you know players having the option to personalize stuff mm-hmm. as long as there is a line there too. Like I've. I've literally seen some games where they were so cynical as to make sure that certain colors weren't available <laughs> outside what? of paying. So if, wow. God, God help you if you if you have a, a favorite color because that that one might be behind a paywall. Um, but for the most part, um, <clears throat> I don't have a problem with people being given the freedom to make those cosmetic changes, out outfit changes, or, or wardrobe changes, like Jen was <laughs> was talking yeah. about. I'm all for that, particularly in an online game where you know. You, What's wrong with wanting to personalize your uh, your in-game character? And it's very I, I, optional. I, yeah. And won't punish the people that don't do it. Yeah. Right. I have to call out Ubisoft here. <laughs> Are they particularly Uh-oh. bad at that? Or... Uh, well, well, I, not, not that I've seen historically, but in Assassin's Creed Unity, like one of the big things is you you know you can like customize your uh, your outfit so that you know you you can build different stats, um, you know, more towards health, more towards stealth, more towards mm-hmm. um, strength that kind of thing um and then they have you know there there are different color palettes that you can use differently like color combinations and some of the, a, a, a good portion of them already come unlocked but um some of them like you have to like find them throughout the world before you can actually use them and i'm pretty sure some of them were actually behind a paywall like you could get it no other way than to pay for it mm. Mm. I, I i think for me the number one time that I find a problem with microtransactions is where the and and you know this has been happening for years now the the addition of RPG elements into game 
games <laughs> and microtransactions intersect, that's where <laughs> that's I think where it gets particularly dark. You know, paying and to be able to get by on grinding. Uh, the the you know you hear from the companies that you know paying customers micro that versus non-paying customers. It's a level playing field. I, there's some games where I think that's probably true, but <laughs> I think there's a lot of others where <laughs> anyone to look at it dispassionately we would realize that, yeah, there is an advantage to people that shell out <laughs> for this or that. Uh, wh- whether it's a case of saving them time or not, uh, it, there's games out there where it's just hard to argue that you're not getting an advantage if you're, if you're shelling out extra money. And as Brian pointed out, when you've already shelled out 60 bucks for the game retail, uh, it can be, get a bit... Uh, <laughs> Harry, a bit hairy. <laughs> um, the uh, the the see uh, the COO of uh, Peter Moore back in 2012 made a comment that uh, is even a few years later still a bit infamous. He basically said something to the effect of five to ten years from now, all games will support microtransactions, uh, which you know didn't exactly ingratiate himself <laughs> to the wider gaming public because. Uh, you know, pretty much every year from 2012 to the present has had a lot of microtransaction controversies of one sort or another. Um, That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Oh to, and, and whether, <laughs> and I don't, I, to be honest, I don't really care whether he was saying that in front of stockholders or in an interview. I, I, I still don't know why he wouldn't have, I, I can't believe that he wouldn't have expected there would have been a negative reaction to that, but um, well, that's like the that's like the uh, the who who said that the 3D TVs would be a big thing? Like everyone would own a 3D TV. Was that Steven Spielberg? Uh, I, I, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I mean, we're we're obviously seeing them in, in a lot of places. But I mean, do you guys buy? I'll start with you, Brian. Do you buy the argument that that's going to be? You know, universal in in, in five. I mean, we're already two years down the line from when that quote was made. Five to ten years from now, do you see microtransactions in all games, or are they going to continue to be um, selective or just cynical <laughs> about what games they put them into? I believe that companies like EA and Activision and Ubisoft will put them in. I don't necessarily agree that everyone's going to be utilizing them. Hmm. And yeah, and that's another thing. Like every Ubisoft game that's come out recently, I don't know about Watch Dogs, but Assassin's Creed Unity, um, the crew, like, yeah. the, uh, and I think um, I think Far Cry Four had it too. These are sixty dollars games that have microtransactions in them, yeah. and they're very good at staying out of sight and out of mind. But they're still there. They yeah. still want you to use them. Yeah. Mm. Um, what What about you, Jen? Do you uh, do Do you see it? I mean. <laughs> You've obviously got a couple of uh, AAA games that are uh, franchises that are favorites of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you? I mean, I mean, just just take Grand Theft Auto, one that we talked about recently. I, I don't, I don't perceive that as a game that tends to be bogged down in much in the way of microtransactions. But can you see a future where, <laughs> where it would? Uh, I mean, what paying paying for hookers with real money in the game? Is it? <laughs> could, could we could we see that? <laughs> no, please God, no. <laughs> oh They've my God. Outrage. They better know better. <laughs> I think Rockstar does know better. Yeah, I mean, there's that's DLC why that's why GTA isn't isn't a yearly release. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. we've seen DLC for for uh, Grand Theft Auto games, obviously, but uh, do, you, do you, could you see it go the way of the microtransaction as well? I really don't think so. <coughs> yeah. Like Brian said, the fact that they don't pump out a game every year or even every two years 
shows that they're a lot smarter about making a good solid game. Um, I mean, I would be pissed if they started doing that actual <laughs> money. Oh, oh, you you want this character to have a new sweatshirt? Well, you're you're paying for it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I just I think it will continue like like you said with certain companies, but I don't think every game will or every gamer would get pissed. They oh. gotta be careful, or they're gonna push it too far. What is uh, what is your crystal ball say, Vernon? Well, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I thought I had something else, but no. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't see customers and gamers letting it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we let the yearly release thing happen, so um, <laughs> it, you know we we let the we let the, uh, the the DLC that seems like it's supposed to be a part of the main game be cut out for a little bit of an extra profit. Let's say ten to fifteen bucks, but we'll we'll we we apparently let that slide. I bought into it, hell. Um, but uh, I, I just I don't I don't see it becoming a thing where it's like you know you 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 pay to. To, to to get uh, to basically to win yeah isn't that the thing like you it's not it's not just you know free to play or or pay to play or something like that it's pay to win yeah well there's some games that have certainly gone yeah there, right? um yeah I, I i i personally think that it's going to continue in in the trip in the triple a industry because there's you know they're, they're so overhead heavy they're, they're so desperate to earn their budgets back and, and they spend so much money on marketing that they're, they're going to continue to be desperate for ways to find revenue and and this one seems to work here and there uh, and and it seems like in some cases they've taken a um, they've just decided to do a cost-benefit analysis for all you know okay we're gonna piss this many people off but it's gonna make us this amount of money and <laughs> where's where, where's the line at which we can set it and, and still you know survive i i don't think that it's going to take hold in the indie uh in indie games though uh to be honest i i I mean that's not to say i've never heard of an indie game that doesn't have microtransactions of one sort or another but i i I think they're going to continue to be mostly free of that sort of stuff i i don't think that they they have any need to i think that uh the people that are making those games that are make that are profitable in the five to ten to fifteen twenty dollar mark don't have to um go back to the well time and time again and expect their customers to pay um, to, to pay for their marketing and costs and their bloated uh, development costs. Um, Vernon, you brought up pay to win, and you know we, we talked a little bit about pay to speed up. Um, th- those, those are actual you know, causes and effects. Um, what, what, about, what about just the psychology of it? I mean, is, is, are some of these games particularly the ones where there's um you know random outcomes like it, is is there something psychological about what's going on here is is there a risk of of people who are at at risk to things like gambling addictions that could be caught up in in the the world of microtransactions like i i wonder at one point uh, at what point you know is it are we going to have people that are spending so much money on this stuff that it actually becomes you know an aberrant behavior uh um, like you already hear about people losing a lot of money in online gambling, but uh, when you consider what you're really getting for some of <laughs> these microtransactions in certain games, it's almost like a gamble at times, isn't it? Like, well, actually, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's kind of the thing, though. I wouldn't be surprised if someone, if if people are already wrapped up and addicted in this, um, you know, the the whole 
I mean, look at Candy Crush. Oh my God, you can pay. <laughs> you can pay for the for the Jeez. ability to pay for more lives. I yeah. mean, come on, Candy Crush. Like, wasn't that just a news story within the last week or so about that? Someone blew a thousands and thousands in like a Candy Crush or Farmville or something. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I didn't hear about that. I, I wouldn't. Be I read surprised. that. I'm not surprised though. <laughs> Completely forgot about that until you just said that. Yeah. Well, you know, like yeah. several weeks ago, South Park did a did an episode on this whole thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it was like it basically had like the, the the cheapest of the cheap free to play games, and I think they were specifically calling out Simpsons. Yeah, um, Terrence and Phillips it, got a game or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and it was just it, it, pretty much the only way to keep going was to pay lots and lots of money, and Stan ended up spending thousands of dollars. Yeah, on this thing. You know, it was it, it, the whole thing was was playing to uh, uh, addictive personalities. Yeah, I, I do wonder how long is it going to be until uh, some kid that spoiled their par- parents' credit card for some you know trifling um, uh, transaction in the past ends up uh, running up a tab <laughs> on some game, and next thing you know, it's in the newspaper headlines, and gaming's getting another bad rap, and <laughs> really, there's a uh, there's a AAA company or a, a mobile company developer that's behind it. You know, I actually, I, I actually just got an email from Google Play uh, a couple days ago saying that uh, during a certain period, they realized that um, a lot of kids were racking up bills in free-to-play games on their parents credit cards without realizing how much money they were spending so they were offering um they were offering the parents the chance to point to certain transactions and say these are the ones my kids paid for and then google would pay them back oh wow i got that email too it was saying it was saying something like you know if you feel as though you paid for something in error you know check your check your transactions and point them out to us and stuff like that and yeah Yeah. like (laughs) that that was an interesting thing um one one thing that i actually just thought about we shouldn't really be looking at violence in video games causing actual violence. We should be looking at these these transactions that, you know, cater to addiction. Mm. Yep. And, you know, that that would be a better I, – I feel like that would be a better, you know, way to spend federal dollars and, and stuff <laughs> like that and, and spend time and putting together task forces and tasks – Task forces? Jeez, <laughs> English, please. Wow. Um, well, at least, yeah, like, like you know, maybe, like, you know, they, they have, um, you know, rehab for gamblers or, or, or programs for right. for gambling addicts. You know, I, I, I would not be surprised, and I would be very understanding, if they started folding in, you know, like, free-to-play game addicts hmm. uh, into that program because they're very similar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, well, I look. We're all gamers here, and all four of us have, at one time or another, been really wrapped up <laughs> in a game. Uh, but you know, you, you take you take that sort of mentality and apply it to somebody who's um, uh, at risk, shall we say, uh, and and has access to easy credit, and you can imagine how bad it could go <laughs> very quickly, you, you know, adult or otherwise. Um, it's not just gambling and alcohol, folks. It's yeah. games too. Yeah, yeah I, I do wonder whether some of the ways these things are designed are, are, are designed to be, um, you know, push those buttons, so to speak, and, and internally to to encourage uh, to encourage you going back for more. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. uh, you know, we've we've all how how much how how many times have we done the one more level? <laughs> oh <laughs> type, yeah. yeah. Type thing. So I think gamers are already a little bit addictive when you get right down to it. So. Well, well, personally, I, 
I, I personally think that like the the best free to play games, and, and when I say best, I mean the the, the best design to uh, not necessarily push all of it, you know, the, the, this addiction button, um, are, are the ones that if you play it, if you play it right, if you play it well enough, you don't really need to spend a whole lot of money. Yeah. Um, it like it helps, but you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it'll give you enough resources, you know, that you could pay for otherwise. But it gives you enough of these resources to keep going anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that kind of covers my next point, Brian. Is 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 there a model of using microtraction transactions in games? One that it and it could be one that doesn't exist yet. Uh, is is there an ideal model, a, a, a fairest sort of model, uh, a best practice out there that you can point to as far as microtransactions or? Actually, I can. Yeah, I, I do know of one. Uh, Angry Birds Epic. Uh, if I don't know if have you guys heard of this? No, not really. No. Well, well, it takes like you know, you know, the 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 idea behind Angry Birds. You know, mm. bunch of wingless birds trying to get their uh, their eggs back from some pigs, but turns it into like um, a Final Fantasy style RPG. So. Wow. You, so it's like you know you get your collection of birds, you can get them weapons and buy like hats that determine their classes and gives and it gives them different abilities, and you know and it's a turn-based strategy game, and oh. uh, so wow. you, but there's uh, two different forms of currency. There's the snoutlings, which is like which are like these silver coins, and you earn them in uh, in fights, and then there's uh, the gold coins. I forget what they're called um, that uh, you can pay for. Or, you know, you check in every day, you know, play this one particular battle and you get free ones, um, hmm. you know, every day. So, I mean, and, and then there are other situations where they'll give you more of those. Um, but everything is cheap enough or easy enough to earn to where you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. But there have been times where I'm like, you know, I'm really close to just getting this done or, uh, or I really, really want this thing. Um, I can pay $2 this one time get enough of this currency to get what I want, and then I can keep going. And then I could go days without spending another cent. Hmm. So, okay. Yeah, that sounds interesting. So you feel like you're, and you feel like you're getting value for what you're paying for for, the, for those amounts? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and what I really like about it, and this, is, and this is what I think a lot more games need to do, um, you, can, you can play this whole thing ad-free, but if you watch an ad, if you, like if you watch a little video commercial, it'll give you something. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've huh. I've seen that before. The uh, you know that came up a little bit in our free to play discussion where you know one of the models is just that there's in game advertising and there's been li- you know there's yeah, been some I mean, success with that. And again, like you you like I said, you can go through it completely ad free, but they give you the option to watch it and a little incentive to watch it. Right. And they get paid from you watching the advertisements, and you get a little something out of for you get a little something to put into your game. Right. Exactly. Right. Hmm. Um, how about actually, you? oh, go ahead, Vernon. Sorry, I actually had a another company that I uh, or another practice that I thought was at least halfway decent. It didn't really force me to buy it, and I didn't really need it to play it. I think Brian, you had mentioned Mass Effect three earlier, and I know it's yep. I know it's blasphemy to to condemn <laughs> the the American devil pretty much of game development, but uh, so. <laughs> I, I actually did enjoy um, Mass Effect Mass Effect 3's multiplayer, and you know, even though it's kind of uh, I don't know unnecessary in terms of the game as a whole, it does provide a little bit of a little bit of a bonus when you play it toward the main story, as well as when you pay for like the the uh, the, the upgrades that you get. You can either earn the uh, the points to buy the packs that unlock other things, or you can pay I don't know five, ten, twenty. 
50 60 dollars or something like that um on the higher end stuff and but you didn't need to well yeah, my i never my, did yeah. my problem with that was you know if, if you're gonna charge me points for something that's going to be like a random collection of stuff fine but if i'm paying you money for it mm-hmm. don't make it don't make it random you know, don't make me buy a case that could have what I want, but probably won't. But you so buy exactly. you keep buying. Yeah, yeah no, no. I I want to. I want to. You know, buy what I want, what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what plays into that whole addictive addictive thing is you play and you know it's a it's a random grab bag of of stuff that you could pay for or you can earn it and spend your credits that way. Either way, you don't really need to though. Yeah. How about you, Jenny? Is there a game you've encountered where you you find the uh, the model fa- fair, or like one that should be uh, copied <laughs> by other games, or one you'd like to see more of? Honestly, no. I mean, my I, again, I haven't had too many experiences with a lot of microtransactions in a game, and my first real introduction to it again was Farmville, and I am proud to say that I I mean, this was obviously a couple years ago, but. I used to play it every single day for a good year or two straight, and I never once put a penny towards it. Yeah. So they did at least kind of straddle the line where, you know, I have a massive farm with a shit ton of crap <laughs> on it that I don't need and don't use. But I was able to play it all that time without having to pay anything. So I did at least appreciate that part of it. Whereas as soon as I started playing The Simpsons, I immediately felt like I had to put money in it or it was just yeah. worthless. I had the same reaction. Apart yeah. a, apart from the Mass Effect Three multiplayer example, Vernon, is there is there another um, game that you consider to be kind of like a, a, a paradigm or or a model that uh, doesn't exist yet that you could point to as a as one you'd like to see more of? Or uh, I'd I'd like to see more things in, included that you can just unlock by playing the game as opposed to paying for a game I've already paid for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, like like in the old days. Yeah, like what, what we what we used like to do. Kids. Yeah, that we used to take for granted. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's remember that. Let's remember that quote from John Riccatello. Uh, what was it four or five years ago? The game you bought was the game you got, and he said it like it was a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was fine. But I played Mega yeah. Man X, and I unlocked the whole thing without having to pay a dime. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting the game that you pay for. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I, I, I and, and you know it's not our it's not our job to uh, to constantly have to, um, to to pay for these out of step you know development costs etc. Why if they're having a trouble if they're having trouble staying profitable, I think maybe they should try and live with and work within their means <laughs> rather than trying to think. milk us for every cent. <laughs> One would uh, think. Yeah, I, I look. I I think I think there's games out there like Warframe that do things fairly well, but but even Warframe, you know, as 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 good as it is, still does some things I consider to be a bit odious, like requiring you to pay for inventory slots. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just you know, encourage encourage people to build and collect a lot of different things and then not have you know the room to actually use them. Uh, that, that there's that's really a kind of a screw you, particularly a, a game that goes out of its way to encourage you to uh, to earn things naturally, for lack of a better word, to uh, to then ask you to shell out money to be able to actually store it is uh, is a bit rich. Um, well, um, well, thanks guys. I uh, I think I covered most of the points, if not all the points I I wanted to uh, to hit up. Um, the uh, 
I was actually kind of surprised that uh, Dead Space Three didn't come up <laughs> in the discussion. I <laughs> but well, uh, I, I don't, I don't have any direct experience with it, so the the reaction to that game was, uh, you know, I, I understood it, but I didn't have any firsthand knowledge of it. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. The thing is, um, Dead Space Three was the one I think that was the most egregious because they yeah. put in they put in a system simply to milk that. Yeah. Um, and then another one I kind of want to call out is Dragon Age Inquisition. I haven't played the multiplayer. I don't know anyone who has, but I read an article by someone who was like, you know, how how you can make microtransactions necessary, and it was kind of satirical. Um, and it was basically they made the game not only almost impossible to play unless you paid actual money for it, but you could become like a social pariah <laughs> because what happens is. Like, you know, you go in you go in with this four man squad and every time one player dies, um, all the enemies get stronger. Oh, great. Oh, <laughs> so, so you are encouraged to like before the match starts, pay real money for health potions and stuff to use during the battle and and not become a social pariah. Yeah. 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 So guilt. So basically it's your fault that you didn't play money <laughs> and you can't hear. Pretty yourself. much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like, when I when I read that about it, I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot this was even in this game." But now I'm not touching it's it. It's particularly disappointing because they had, you know, a, a multiplayer component for Mass Effect Three that people liked for the most part. Even those that, even some that like myself, who was initially quite pissed off that I had to have anything to do with it, found it pretty good. But it, yeah. at least I wasn't forced to pay anything. But to, for them to then take that and decide, well, that's not. Uh, Let's not screw you enough. We need to tinker with it until it yeah. becomes actually, you know, disgusting. <laughs> I don't think microtransactions are going to become disgusting until they put it into something that the general public plays, like not just gamers. So, like, if when EA finally starts, finally decides to start, oh, I don't know, like I said, charging for reloads, or oh, they could probably do something with Madden. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. man, they they really could. Like, like. Um, I could be one thing if like you had to pay like ten bucks to play like the Nick to, to get like the roster update every season rather than this sixty dollar game every single year. Yeah. But they would probably oh my god, what if they started charging you for timeouts? <laughs> or char- <laughs> or flags <laughs> charging you for trades. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can oh imagine. And you know, it's funny sitting around here. Yeah, you, ha- you have to wonder whether somebody in a in a boardroom somewhere has already had these yeah. uh, thoughts. You know, <laughs> someone's probably yeah. thought about it, but they're yeah. like, what? "Ah, no, yeah. let's put a well, muzzle on it for now." Well, I, and I think that's that, that's probably it. Like they like they they're picking the audience to screw. Yeah. Like like the people who play Dead Space and Dragon Age and Mass Effect, you know, they're you know they're not going to be taken seriously by the media. But once you start messing with Madden or NBA or yeah. NHL. That's going to get the mainstream pissed off, yeah. and then and that's the, then to them that's not the the audience you want to piss off. Yeah. Ooh, and you mentioned Call of Duty earlier too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could. Well, the thing is, Activision seems to be the smartest. Well, they've, like, they've made a few please, mistakes. Could you please elaborate <laughs> on that? Okay, <laughs> they, you know, uh, EA, you know, will. EA has put in all these microtransactions into stuff. Name me one Activision game that has microtransactions in it. I can't actually think of one, to be honest. I can, <laughs> I can name several Ubisoft games that do. I can name several EA games that do. I can't name one Activision game. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, um, 
the, I mean, they, the, the, well, they're, they're involved with World of Warcraft, but that's, that's a prescription, that's a subscription service, so I guess we can't really. They're, 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 like, you can play it free to play, but it's not, um, but they're, I, I don't think there are a whole lot of microtransactions in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. They, of the, of the big, of the big AAA guys, they seem to show the most restraint anyway. Yeah, but they, they seem to have some of the worst ideas. Yeah. Like, uh, Bobby Kotick has said that he, if he could charge more than $60 for a game and get away he with would, it, he yeah. would. But mean, he doesn't. He's, yeah. he's smart. Yeah. Nintendo's also been pretty restrained, but then again, they, they've they've also spoken out against, you know, free-to-play and other models as well as, you know, actually damaging to the industry. So, you know, you could, you could say that they have some antiquated views about certain things and are just out of step with other companies on other. Well, that, that's kind of that's kind of the thing you say that uh, you said that Activision was the smartest. Mm. Well, in ter- <laughs> they're, they're they're basically printing money with the with the yearly release that they right. have coming out. Well, I mean, especially with the um, what, what's it called? Uh, those those figures, the the little oh, the figures. Amiibos. Oh, um, oh, Nintendo has the amiibos, but they copied off of Activision, who's doing Skylanders. Skylanders, Skylanders. that's what oh. it is. Oh, yes, they own they, okay. yes, and they come out with a new expansion. I don't know every year or so, just it to keep it fresh. Like well, so, here's, here's yeah. about Activision, or at least like like the lesson that you know EA has one team working on Battlefield, but that's at least taking every couple of years or so. Yeah, um, Ubisoft has one as basically one team working on every Assassin's Creed game and pretty much everything, and that's still getting yearly releases. Um, Activision was smart enough to say, okay, here's three teams all working on different Call of Duty games. So it's all staggered so that they're coming out yearly, but they're not piles of crap. They're not all done in a year. (laughs) Mm, I don't know. People really didn't like Ghosts. Oh, well, yeah, that was Infinity War. Well, he said not all. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Ghosts at least looks like someone tried to make it work. Its story was a bummer, but... It was at least functional. Hmm. It wasn't buggy like Unity was. Yeah. It didn't. It you know, its multiplayer didn't crash incessantly like Battlefield 4s did. Right. Um, so different teams, <laughs> yeah. different games, is what on, makes successful. Well, yeah. it, it, yes, it's different teams like like kind of on a cycle. Each team is given several years to make the game, mm-hmm. so it's at least polished when it comes out. Well, um, yeah, I, I think we've covered uh, mostly what I wanted to uh, to cover on microtransactions, guys. So thank you for that, and we'll we'll move along to uh, our high score quiz, which is always is tied to the topic in question, microtransactions in this case. So multiple choice, and I'll ask each, each guest, starting with Brian. Um, one of the most infamous cases of a micro microtransaction, and Really, uh, I mean, in terms of chronology, it's one of the first times I remember a controversy coming up in a game, uh, and it was even poked fun of in other games. DLC Quest, in particular, made fun of this. Is the uh, the infamous horse armor <laughs> released for Elder Scrolls Oblivion back in 2006? Um, oh. Horse armor, which is basically <laughs> what it sounds like, armor for <laughs> your horse. How much did this? Uh, in-game item cost. Uh, starting with you, Brian, was it A, $2.50, B, $5, or C, $7.50? Uh, how much? Are we talking about one, ti- one type of armor, it or was did a, you get a bunch of different... Was it a pack of armor? It was, it was basically a pack that allowed you to to buy horse, ar- to buy horse armor. 
effectively. A pack that allowed that gave you permission to buy horse armor. Yeah. The first one was free with in-game currency, uh, and then after that, you actually had to spend in-game currency in addition. To more. The first one's always free. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah. All right. What, 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 what was the what was C? Two dollars uh, fifty, five dollars, or C seven dollars fifty. Hmm. This is okay. So this is to buy one one armor at a time. I'm gonna go with B five dollars. How about you, Jen? How much do you reckon the uh, the horse armor scandal that got up? <laughs> Sorry, uh, so this was just one set of armor? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, just one to clarify. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't think that makes it any better one way or the other. <laughs> it but, makes uh, it worse. But it did piss – it I'm rubbed people the wrong way. collection. It really rubbed people the, the wrong way. And, and considering it was 2006, uh, you know, this was back before microtransactions had gained the stench that they kind of have on them today. But I'm just going to go for it and say it was C. What do you reckon, Vernon? Yep. I'm also going to say C because there are no bounds in terms of the industry, <laughs> how greedy and how low they will go. Well, look, in this case, uh, I still believe that they were greedy, greedy about any price. But, yeah, it was, in fact, only uh, $2.50. The answer is A. Ah. It was $2.50 okay. for the horse armor pack. <laughs> yeah, that is still obscene. It's like, still, it I, is. It's, there's for, no for, excuse for, for it. I'd say for one piece of armor, like 99 cents is the highest you need to go. Uh, <laughs> but... But honestly, like, it, but yeah, if you're gonna charge two fifty, if you're gonna charge for anything like that, you you, you sell it as a pack. Yeah, there you was know, a uh, there was an even more infamous case that I found in an article about uh, microtransactions, and I didn't use it for the quiz because I knew that this one at least you had a chance that you might have heard of it before. This one, no one's ever heard of because this game sucked and didn't do very well. There was a game called Saboteur. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember I that, game. that. Yeah, basically, you played a guy that was helping out the French yep. resistance in occupied France and during mm. the Second World War. And in the game, apparently, uh, th- there were various brothels and men's clubs, etc., that you could hide in. Uh, and I gather there were, you know, sometimes German officers present as well, so they were kind of semi-safe zones. Apparently, there was a DLC pack uh, called Midnight Show, and I don't have the price on it, but all it did was allowed there to be full frontal nudity on the strippers in the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the I, think, I think if you i think if you bought a certain <laughs> like a certain edition of it or if you bought it brand new you got it for free so yeah you were paying for digital boobies basically yep. is uh yep. the, uh, pretty much yeah yeah, that... I mean, like, I think I think the dances were still the same, but, you know. The, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, I think the only reason that one wasn't more infamous was because the game just didn't do very well, to be honest. Well, um, oh, yeah, no, uh, I, I will uh, I will get to my old school recommendation finally. And I was thinking, how can I do an old school recommendation about microtransactions? And then I realized, <laughs> no, you really can't. So I'm not going to. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I, I mean, if. If there had been a game back in the day, uh, whatever that means, that, that had microtransactions, I don't even know how you would have paid for them. So uh, so I didn't. Yeah. Um, so the game I'm going to recommend is uh, Power Stone for the Dreamcast, uh, a Capcom arena fighting title. Um, much better than its sequel, by the way. The, the second Power Stone game introduced four-player four simultaneous combat in... It just didn't work. Uh, this isn't what you would call a traditional fighting game by any means, because it's you know in three dimensions. There's destructible environments, that sort of thing. Uh, it's not a uh, it's not a game like a Street Fighter where you're oriented versus one another back and forth. 
uh, you add four people into a game like that, it really doesn't become a fighting game so much as just a bunch of, you know, lotto balls bouncing around uh, randomly, and uh, somebody eventually wins. At least there was a bit of strategy to the first game. Uh, it was very steampunky, uh, set in sort of a fictional 19th century. Interesting characters, as you'd expect from a Capcom fighter. Um, I'd, I'm not a big Smash Brothers guy, but it's clear that, oh. you know, there were certain elements mm. of this game that were... Know, influential, I guess, uh, and you know, there's been certainly been other arena type fighting games since then. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It, it was only really ported uh, to the PSP as a collection, so I'm kind of disappointed that Power Stone never got any, never had any legs outside of that particular generation of games because it was a pretty, pretty good game. But yeah, not a certainly not a traditional fighter. I think that's part of the reason it was held back a bit. But yeah, if you're looking for a, a fighting game that's a bit outside of the norm, uh, very arcadey in its own way, but um, something different, uh, and you've got a Dreamcast, and if you don't, why not? Uh, check out Power Stone. Um, <laughs> I, I've played both the U.S. and the European release, uh, and they're both excellent and, and virtually identical. Um, I, I might lastly just mention uh, that we've got a Twitch channel, which... Um, have we have we had anyone twi- uh, ch- ch- playing recently, Twitch. Vernon? Twi- <laughs> Twitching, <laughs> for, for lack Twitching. of a better word? Yeah, um, <laughs> I actually did a little bit of Army of Two because I just got a Roxio uh, GameCap um, ah. HD Pro, so I tested out. I tested it out uh, through my PS3 with an oh. Army of Two. Um, so I'll uh, now that I have a, a viable headset, I can you know talk along with it and I can stream directly from my PS3. So I'll start doing more streams and stuff like that. Excellent. So we we we've got as many as four or five people uh, st- able to stream now on the Twitch yeah. channel. So check it out. It's uh, at the top of the site next to the forum button. Uh, there's a button that says Twitch. Um, well, thanks again, guys. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, our URL is www.enthusiax.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at Enthusiax, or see our video content on YouTube channel, Enthusiax. Um, we have a thriving forum community that you can reach from the main page on Enthusiax.com. Come along in and uh, join the discussion. Our email address for this podcast is pointstreak at Enthusiax.com. If you have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for show topics, uh, if you want to give us any grief, <laughs> go right ahead. Uh, we <laughs> we did a um, we did a discussion on Grand Theft Auto re- uh, recently, so uh, you know we've we've covered mundane topics, controversial topics, and anything in between. But yeah, if you've got any suggestions for topics, we'd be glad to hear them. Thanks again to our guests uh, Brian, uh, Jennifer, and, and Vernon for for joining Thanks. in, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you.